Outrageous potato. What are you outrageous potato on? I think inscrutable taco is Twitter. Big nose caveman. I don't know. Maybe that's Twitch or Steam or something. I think that's my Steam handle. Outrageous potato is no big nose. Big nose caveman. I think outrageous potato is my is possibly my Twitch. I I can't remember. It's hard to know. But I've I've lived a long and full life, Chris. I have a lot of screen names. A lot of handles. Uh, I, back in high school, I think for a while I was pork chop 90. <laughs> you should have stuck with that one. That's, That's a, a pretty good, good one. one. That's, That's a, a pretty good, good one. And you yeah. got one of the lower, you got one of the lower number pork chops. That's I bet right. if you tried to get one now, you'd be like pork chop, pork chop, 67, 89, 22. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Danny, Danny was honk donut. <laughs> These are these are excellent I, screen names. I think he still uses. My anyway. okay. I I my memory is that when your brother Danny, my cousin, finished his undergraduate studies and needed to get a personal email for job applications. Oh yeah, he yep. snatched up seriousbusinessman at gmail dot com. <laughs> I thought it was seriousresponsibleadult at gmail dot com. <laughs> he probably had both. <laughs> I really like that one though. That's fun. That's fun. Saturday. Here's where it all comes to a head. All comes together. On Saturday. Chris, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. It's Uh pithy and on topic. Yeah, true. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'd like to speak for a little bit about the 1986 movie (laughs) Gung Ho. I'm Jim Davis. Today's topic will be the 1986 movie (laughs) Gung Ho. Uh, Yeah. Boy, is Michael Keaton just... Michael Keaton's great, right? Yeah, I'm, I don't have anything bad to say about Michael. The dude's had like four career resurgences. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, like he's that going he was, away and coming back. It's I great. like that he was Batman. I think Michael I, Keaton I is too a fun like choice Batman. for Batman. Um, I really liked, I really liked him in Birdman. I, I never saw, saw Birdman. I feel like we need to, we need to branch out on our Batmans, and uh-huh. you know, choose a our wider Batman. variety. Of people to be Batman, you know? Who's we in this? You and me? We as a society. You know? Like, I feel like we got off to a great start with Michael Keaton, you Uh know, as cinematic Batmans. Yeah. And then it seems like it's just a lot of people who, like, yeah, fine, whatever. Just some, some, you know, tough Batmans. I'd like to to try, you know, open it up a little bit. Try some, some other Batmans. Yeah. You know? Other, yeah other bat persons maybe yeah why not george went Ooh, is he still alive i'm googling that right now if he's not john i will also accept john goodman as batman (laughs) i would i would love a john goodman batman vehicle oh he he would actually i mean he genuinely would make a fun bruce wayne i think i think he'd make an excellent bruce wayne and george went is still alive a great 71 years old they can both be Batman. There's enough Batmans to go around, John. I think one That's of them can I'm play saying. Bruce Wayne. One of them can play Batman. That's fun, like too. That. It really seems like a transformation. Yeah. When John Goodman, Bruce Wayne, becomes it's George like, Wayne I thought Batman. that, uh, like, Christian Bale, I thought was a pretty good Bruce Wayne, but I didn't, th- I didn't like his Batman very much. Uh-huh. Mostly because of the voice, which I guess wasn't his fault. 
Yeah, just the anyway. voice he's born with, right? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen any of these movies. I don't... No, they like transform his voice. And it oh, do they? Awful. It's like completely impossible. Oh, is to that the gravelly one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew there was a gravelly. See, that's what I feel like we could do. We could do a lot better with our Batman's. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have some fun Batman's. You know. Anyway, not, the important thing is he's not wearing hockey pads. Is Paul Rubin still around? I'd love to see his Batman. Sure. You know, open it okay. up a little. So uh, today's topic will be Garfield and uh-huh. the strip for Saturday, February 20th, 1982. Uh-huh. Number 1,343 in the queue. John, can I, can I pitch one more Batman before we move on? Yeah, okay. Betty White. Is uh, Betty White is still alive? I think so, yeah. I think she's still alive. Yeah, Betty White's still alive. Hmm, okay. Yeah, you snap her up now while she's, while she's still alive. Get her to do while a Batman. she's in demand, yeah. Okay, okay, I got another one for you. Okay, I'd like to hear it. Ted Danson. I would definitely, I would definitely watch a Ted Danson Batman, yep. Okay. It's honestly, I feel like there's a lot of people who could do a great Batman and they're just giving it to, like, a uh, young tough guy all the time. They should do, like, an anthology Batman series uh-huh. where, like, it's just a different person in the role every, every episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, open it up we a get, little bit. You get so many Batman. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Have Michael Keaton do it again. Why not? Why not? He did such a good job the first time. Or didn't. Yeah. I don't remember all that well. <laughs> It was a long time ago, and I don't really care about Batman. Anyway. I like Michael Keaton, though. We're talking about Batman a lot in this episode. Well, I mean, how are you not going to? You know, it'd how be, are you not going to? It'd yeah, be no, Saturday, February 20th, 1982. It, yeah, it's clearly... Look, this one is talk just, about Batman. This one is loaded down with Batman references. There's so much, so many Batman. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, 1,343. It's got a Garfield in it. Uh, oh, what happens in this one? Uh, John, in today's Garfield, if you're reading the week backwards, this is the first one in which Garfield is unusually fat. Awesome. Yeah. It's always important to let our our listeners, because, you know, we do have a lot of listeners who experience time backwards. Yeah, a lot of tacky ones in the audience. We should have told them at the end of the episode. Now it's kind of too late. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not too late because the end hasn't happened yet. Or has it, John? Maybe it has. Blew your mind there. Oh. Okay. So three panels. Garfield is in. Time is a fat circle, John. John is in panel three. Come on, get it. Time is a fat circle. Eaten in panel two by Garfield. In panel one, Garfield is looking. I don't know. At his feet, I guess. Yeah. Okay. His dialogue box or thought bubble says, "Oh boy." My feet can touch the floor again. I, yeah. I like that. That's I like the single word, oh boy. Oh boy. O-B-O-Y, yeah. exclamation mark. You know, when I, I first read this a moment ago, I, I, in my head, I misread it as obey. Mm. That's fun, was, too. That's I thought fun. he was He's commanding his Commanding his feet, his feet to obey. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the line, time is a fat circle, deserved more recognition, but that's fine. It's too late. It's too late. I'm sorry that we've moved on. Well, we'll get, we'll, we'll get back to it eventually, John. Right. That's how it works. Time is a, okay, go on. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Panel yeah. two. He's eating the food that he's so excited about. Yeah, and I guess he he it was uh, I guess far enough away from him that he couldn't get to it without walking. I guess like, he's excited to walk over to it. I guess it's it's interesting that John Arbuckle was like, "Oh wow, this cat is way too fat. His feet can't even touch the floor." I'll go ahead and fill his food bowl to overflowing. 
Well, yeah, okay, but what he did was he placed it out of reach, so he w- Garfield wouldn't be able to eat it until he, his feet started working. Okay, well, th- I'm sure that that won't have a problematic consequence in panel three. No, probably not. Okay. What does happen in panel three, John? In panel three, Garfield is disturbingly fat again. Yeah, he's so fat, um, even fatter. He's yeah, so poofy. really make sense. He looks, in panel three, he looks mm-hmm. like a Garfield balloon that mm-hmm. someone has inflated so much that, like, the legs and arms are just little little bits sticking off the end, you know? He looks like, uh, he looks like Mario when you pick up that, uh, that balloon power-up that makes him puff up. He looks like that mm. in Super Mario World. Sure. He's thinking, it's a me, Garfield. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh, John, would oh, you watch a man. Mario Batman? I would I would play a Mario game where they got Lorenzo Music to do the voices. <laughs> okay, we were going in different directions. I was imagining <laughs> Mar- Mario from the Mario Brothers portraying Batman. Uh, you know, in an alternate universe where Charles mm-hmm. Martinet w- weren't doing it. Weren't It's a me, Batman. Okay, go on. Okay. Uh, oh, and so John Arbuckle in panel three is like, Garfield, Garfield, Garfield. And he's covering his face in his hands um, to conceal the fact that he clearly doesn't have a left eye. Um, <laughs> clearly. Like, there should be a left eye there, right? I'm not sure if he has any eyes. I, I feel like his left eye should definitely be be visible based on where his hand is and the location of his nose and so on. I agree. I agree. Um and he's I mean, acting, like, exasperated that Garfield ate the food that he set out for Garfield. Like, if you didn't want him to eat the food, why did you give him all that food? Yeah, what, like, what is the conceit? Like, that Garfield ate too fast and therefore became fat? I think that's the conceit. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. There was no. so much food in that bowl in panel one. Why would John Arbuckle still be overfeeding his cat? And then why are you getting upset with the cat for eating the food you gave the cat. And why why is a lesser amount of food than the other day uh makes him even more fat. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's not he's not back to his normal weight. He hasn't reverted to the mean yet. No. Yeah. But still. So, still. I, I don't know. This like, one I think this would work better if it were just another bag of cat chow. There's something yeah, I agree. And it weren't and, and and it weren't so obvious that John had placed it there intentionally, you know? Yeah. 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 Just like, like if he ate a big chicken or something. A chicken sitting yeah. on a platter. Yeah, or just like look, John thought that Garfield couldn't move, so yeah. he was careless, you know, about where he placed the bag of cat chow. We know about the Arbuckle household that there are just roast chickens sitting out on very small plates, just <laughs> you know, scattered around the countertop. So that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm this one. There's something very sinister about John, like deliberately overfeeding Garfield and then acting all innocent about it, like it's mm-hmm. Garfield's fault. Yeah, it's not Garfield's fault. It's no. John's fault. John yeah, knows I, what I he's doing. I he agree. has agency. Cat's going to eat what you, you know, except sometimes cat just doesn't want to eat what you give it. Cats are funny that way. But like. Well, cats have agency. But. Yeah. Well, I'm just like cats. Okay. And within the. lack. Within the Garfverse. I mean, Garfield has as much agency and foresight and, you know, blah, blah, blah as, as any human. But mm, still, yeah. like, John is responsible for this. 
I don't know where he gets off in panel three acting like he's just totally removed from this situation. Yeah, I don't get it. This one is this as, one as usual, John Arbuckle comes across as kind of a sociopath. Yeah. This one makes yeah. me angry. This one honestly <laughs> this one I'm really angry at John Arbuckle right now. I'm mad at Jim Davis. He's being a very irresponsible cat owner. You know? Yeah. I'm Yep. Yeah, fuck that guy. John Arbuckle, go to hell. You know? Maybe inject Clorox into your veins or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is a okay. thing people do now. It's a thing people do now. Yep. It's a fun thing to do. Okay, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Mm-hmm. A car shield for this Garfield makes all the ladies yield. <laughs> and then after that, and apparently on an unrelated note, it says, I sexually assaulted a lasagna on a Monday. <laughs> Thank you, say Ryan wrote, Pfeiffer. Ryan that, Pfeiffer. That's that a classic. It's a classic Pfeiffer tagline. Uh, can't wait to play that that Garfield Mahjong game. It's got that. It's got that Pfeiffer magic. Thank you and good night. You know, he said it's Garfield Mahjong, but I'm kind of like I'm kind of assuming it's going to be just uh, you know like Shanghai. I don't know you how know? to play Mahjong. I'm, I'm assuming it's not an actual Mahjong game. I would love to learn how to play Mahjong. Sure. When growing up, my mom had a Mahjong set. I don't think she ever played mahjong and I mean, it's unclear to me why we had that mahjong set i always liked it it had so many cool tiles and stuff but i didn't understand it hmm. and still don't john like should we learn how, should we learn how to play mahjong okay maybe yeah, we could st- maybe we could start a mahjong podcast start, start a league start a uh, you know yeah a mahjong well, we podcast can't, we can't start a mahjong podcast until we come up with a pithy name for it Mm, yeah okay okay i'm with you thank you, you wanna, and good night do you want to just stop right now if you have if you have ideas for names for this mahjong podcast you're gonna send them to mahjong podcast name at being jim podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows